Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Lessons with Troy, the podcast. I'm your host, Troy Bernie Meyer. This week, I'm happy to welcome back Alan Akaka for another episode of Hawaiian Steel Guitar Talk Story. If you want to learn more about Alan and his school for Hawaiian music, you can visit his website at kekulamele.com. We're going to kick off this episode with my performance of his arrangement of the song Coney Owl. If you want to learn how to play the song, we're offering the tablature, jam track, and performance track on my other site, onlinelessonvideos.com. Also, if you're interested in learning more about playing lap steel, dobro, Weizenborn, or pedal steel, be sure to go over to my site, lessonswithtroy.com. Right now, here's the song Coney Owl, followed by Talk Story with Alan Akaka. Another podcast with uh, Alan Akaka. So let's go ahead and make him welcome all the way from Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha, everybody. Yeah, everything is, is nice here in Hawaii. There's a lot of people visiting. When I go down to Waikiki, it's like, my gosh, there's so many people walking around coming into to the Waikiki Beach Marriott where I play every Thursday evening. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people. Standing room only. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah. we had, uh, uh, I guess, coming from the, the last podcast, we got some questions right after we finished. I didn't know if we want to, we're, we're kind of a little short on time this week. We'll, we'll might maybe just jump right on to some of the questions, if you don't mind. And, Shoot. Uh, yeah. Okay. We um, can. Now, now, one of the questions was about the vibrato. Mm-hmm. How do I perform or how do I play the vibrato to get that 
that sound that many people refer to as Hawaiian. Yeah, and that's what I love. I mean, I I have such a stiff hand when I see you. It's, you know, when I see you, it's honestly, I, I'm looking at that and I, I thought about this. I, I don't know if I ever brought this up to you. It almost looks like your vibrato is covering the full width of the spacing in between the frets, almost. You know, when you move your hand back and <coughs> forth. Uh, yeah, um, it depends. It, it, it depends what I want to do. Like if, if I want to add a little emphasis, um, sometimes I'll do that. Uh, other times I'll just um, keep it pretty narrow. But the key to this is also the, the tempo at which you do the vibrato. Here, let me put this down. And um, you can see what I'm doing over here mm -hmm. uh, with the vibrato. Okay, so um, let's just say I, I play this without vibrato. Okay, and I add vibrato, and what I'm going to do is actually take my hand, and, and it's like I'm waving at somebody like okay. this. I'm going to do it here. Now, if you slow this down, you can analyze and see what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I start with nothing. And then I start spreading it out little by little till I get to how much I want. And, you know, I, I do go as far as halfway. But, you know, again, the key is the speed, the tempo. Obviously, if I played it a little slower, it would sound wobbly. So are you going in front of the fret too, or just behind the fret? Both sides of the fret. Both sides of the fret, okay. Here and there. Okay. Both sides, left and right. Of course, if I go too far, that doesn't sound good either. And also, the tempo of the song makes a difference. The faster the song, the vibrato also follows it in tandem, it goes faster. Slower song, maybe just slightly slower. Now, I'm not, again, you know, uh, the player has to use his or her judgment on the speed of, of the vibrato. You don't want it to sound wobbly, and you don't want to sound like what my teacher Jerry Bird used to say, sounding like a mosquito, you know. <laughs> you know. And then I don't do vibratos on eighth notes normally. It's normally quarter notes, half notes, whole notes. Okay. Now, anything larger or longer than a quarter note. And if I'm sliding, I, I don't do vibrato. So, you know, um,
you know, and that's something that I'm, I'm going to apply is I always, I don't know who told me this. It might've been at one of the Dobro workshops that I, I've taken, but somebody said to, to go behind the, the fret, but never go in front of the fret. So I, I mean, ever since I've always been playing, you know, never did try to go in front of the fret. So I'd always just go behind, like flat the note, but I'll have to try actually going in front of the fret too, you know? Yeah. So, and, and, and you know what, maybe that's where that player gets his sound. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his signature mm -hmm. playing under rather than playing, you know, on both sides. Well, if you think of the human voice too, you know, does it go under or does it go above and below? Yeah. You know, uh, anybody can go and, and do a little um, research, analyze, you know. And I see, I see your ring and pinky finger kind of remain static, like in the same place while you're, you kind of have a yeah, space they, in between. They're almost planted there, anchored. Mm -hmm. and, and that makes it easier for me to do that. You know, yeah. Um, rather than going like this, and and you know what? I, I'm glad you 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 notice that because if you just do it like this, mm -hmm. it's not as easy to control the bar. If you plant these two, then you can keep it more on the narrow side rather than letting it get too wide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, faster song, my vibrato went a little faster. Okay. But but okay. but still, it feels good. Yeah. Not I, I, my vibrato didn't go so fast that it sounded like again that mosquito sound. So, <clears throat> hopefully that answers the question about vibrato. Of course, I invite anybody to ask more questions. If you have anything more that you want to know about vibrato, then please, yeah, feel free to to let Troy know. So as far as like uh, exercises, or is it just more just playing songs and try to just make it sound good, or do you have ex like exercises? Exercise, exercise, just just do it. Start with nothing. And bring it out. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Oops, a little loose. that's it and make sure that the fingers are nice and loose again like you're you're waving to somebody out there mm -hmm. it's that kind of feel you know i'm sure nobody goes like this you know uh all tense unless you know they're at zero degree weather <laughs> um but nice and loose and that's key yeah it's nice and loose there's no tension at all you should be able to do this and it's all within the hand everything that i do is all within the hand slants always within you know all with i should say my fingers using my fingers rather than you know using the elbow or using the wrist yeah it's all centralized here
Yeah, all within the fingers. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah. That's hand blocking. Okay. What was it again? Uh, somebody, I believe, asked about uh, how do I block with my left hand. Yeah, Andy Volk oh. asks, uh, how does Alan use uh, left hand blocking when changing strings and phrasing a melody? Normally, Andy, I use my right hand to block, okay? So, and so everybody can see a little better what I'm doing over here. I'm, I'm lifting my, my palm just a little, not much. Let me go to a... The lighter and quicker it is, the better. And and in order to get to that point, a person just has to practice it to keep it light and quick. And here's an important tip when picking, especially when you start picking faster. Keep the hand relaxed. Because I'm sure there are, there are players out there who notice when they start picking faster, the hand gets tight, the fingers, mm -hmm. and that impedes speed. So, so keep it nice and light. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, you know, keep it just nice and light. Um, as far as left, left hand blocking. I do do it, you know. Um, you know. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of, oh, I know. Hapa uh, Holly Hula Girl. is so I'm not even using my right hand at all to block I'm huh. pretty much using my ring finger to block okay, okay. Um, so but you know like anything else when blocking either right or left hand timing is always a critical issue timing or or sync uh, synchronizing because yeah you can block with and with the finger however you got to get off that string if you're going to pick again mm -hmm. uh. Uh, even when doing even when i um teach uh hammering you know Okay, if you want to eliminate that buzzing sound, you can use your middle finger or the ring finger, one or the other. Okay. Uh, whichever works for the person, because you know, each of us are different. Our hands are not all the same. And it that, and here's a good good example of what happens when you put too much flesh on the string before the bar lands. 
nothing. And not enough. There's that buzz. Yeah. You know, not to change the subject, but it just made me think when you're doing the open string things. Uh, one of the songs that I'm doing for one of my lessons, Pua, Pua Mana, and I'm yeah. doing it in F, and I hear you guys do lots of uh, vamps using open strings, like in the key of F, it seems. Um, I didn't know if, if maybe maybe you could show show some of your, your favorite open string kind of vamps. That You mean this song? Anyway, I'm, I'm using the A7 tuning. Nice. Um, I better get off of it. And your uh, camera, if you could maybe back it up just a little bit, I can see your... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let me do that. Okay. Um, okay, so I have this. Okay. So what I'm doing is for the F, F um, key, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and this is what a lot of um, a lot of steel guitars did from way in the past, from even the twenties and so on, when there were no electric guitars, you know. You know. Uh, so anyway, I I start with the C string open. Wait. Okay. And um, the third string on the first fret. So that's what I'm getting. Okay. And then I move the bar over on the third string to the first fret. And I play the second string first. And then... Like those strings, and right now I have a C C seven, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I resolve it to an F chord. So all I do is I slide the bar over the strings, and I put the bar on the top string, first fret only, and leave strings two and three open. Ah. <laughs> and what are so, those what are, what are the um your hammer-ons that you're doing like right after the vamp it, it, yeah it's, it's just a filler after the vamp I, all i did was an f scale you know ah, going okay. from the top string to the fifth string Going down the scale, uh, using the open notes whenever possible. F, E, D, C, <coughs> B flat, A, <coughs> G, F. Nice. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
So, so you know, um, there there's so many ideas. You know, if somebody's creative enough, they can create a vamp. You know, um, you know, or. You know, I could, I, I probably could do a, a, a lot of different vamps. I mean, and then things that you know I, I heard when I was growing up, uh, vamps I made up on my own, or I, I maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know, maybe um, somebody played it before I did, but you know, um, I don't know. You know, um, give F, yeah. <laughs> That stuff's gold, man. Because especially me, after trying to arrange it myself, you know, just listen to what a singer would play, and then to hear you kind of all over the neck and things, it it, it really uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and some of the things I'm doing, you know, is what I learned by listening to albums. Mm-hmm. You know, LPs, 78s. Uh, 45s. Now this is before CDs ever came out, or even cassette tapes. Yeah. You know, just listening again and again, and and then you know, picking up the needle, dropping it someplace, picking it up again, dropping it back in the same place, picking it up, dropping, until I finally figured out what the person is, was doing. And you know, uh, that was way back then. I know much more today than I know then. So sometimes I can hear somebody play something and I go. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, you, you, you know. In fact, oh yeah, I know that tuning. <laughs> you know, uh, so. So that song Puamana, that I I know that Sea Breeze is is a is that a song that was written off that melody, but it's, yes, it just has a different uh, has a bridge it, to it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. The original song, uh, Puamana, written by Ermgard Farinaluli, who, by the way, lived in Kailua, not far from me. Oh. Uh, everybody called her auntie. You know, here in the islands, you know, for the old timers, we would call them auntie or uncle, mm-hmm. even if we're not related. And that, you know, that's instead of sir or ma'am, it would be auntie and uncle. Um, I mean, I, I, I do that with a lot of what we call kupuna. Kupuna would be the elders. So for Ermgard, it would be Auntie Ermgard. And that's what I would call her. And she was the sweetest person. But she wrote this song for her home oh. called Puamana. So, you know, and, and this song is very, very popular. Very. Well, I noticed we, we played it. You know, in your workshop, and then when we had jam sessions at night in Maui, we a lot of times people would play, choose that song yeah, to play. Yeah, the melody is so easy. Yeah. 
the um and then of course if you wanted to jam it you know just curious when you're when you're jamming and stuff like that are you kind of working off of i know you're 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 probably doing lots of different things but i mean a way that myself can kind of grasp the neck are you are you kind of moving in and out of like the one four five positioning when you're oh yes i am yeah as well as uh neighboring chords neighboring tones neighboring chords okay yeah i do that you know um So, so yeah. So I, 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 I'm grabbing certain strings to get what I want. F, C7, mm-hmm. F. All straight bar, but I'm grabbing certain strings, select strings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just knowing the neck, knowing the tuning. It's really important. Yeah. Okay. And then so, you know, what I say is, you know, people who um, who have a passion for playing the steel guitar, yeah, uh, practice your scales, you know. Oh. You know, things like that are... It's on and so forth, you know. Yeah. You know, um, get to know your neck, get to know where your chords are, you know, F, G, B flat, C. I mean, you know, you got your one chord, you got your four chord, five chord, you got your two chord, or in music theory, five, seven over five chord, you know. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in there, depending on which notes, which strings are plucked, you can get certain chords. Or yeah. going beyond that, if you know how to do, um, uh, <coughs> what is that called? Um, shoot. Um, it, it escapes me now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chord substitutions or something like that? Well, not not chord substitution. This this is actually a C7 chord here. Okay. Um, when it comes back to me, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. This is terrible. When you get to my age, you start forgetting things. Yeah. <laughs> you forget what you learned years ago. Now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what about a, uh, I know that we had talked before. Oh, I, I'm sorry, split bar, that's what split this is bar. called. Split bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
for me, that's just called an out of tune chord when I try to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, split bar. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Here's the song. Split bar. Oh, nice. Now going from a straight bar, that G7 card. Uh, this is Emily Umai. Yeah, so for sure. Well, all these good things that you can get off of this instrument. I love it. I love it. Well, what uh, what song you got for us this week? Well, I have a song called Koniao. Koniao, this, people call it the drinking song. Koniao, Koniao, Ikavai, written by uh, our King Kalakaua. David Kalakaua was known as the Merry Monarch. He was the one that actually brought Hula back into the forefront, at least for a, a little while. Uh, otherwise, um, you know, since uh, Christianity came to the islands in the early 1800s, 1820, um, you know, Hula, Hula was viewed as part of the old religion. And it was tied to the old religion. So were many other things in the, uh, the local society. Hmm. Yeah, uh, martial arts was tied to religion too and so on. So anyway, the Hula dancers had to go underground. And Kalakawa, well, he brought it back up. Uh, he believed in, you know, keeping, keeping up uh, or, or bringing back the legends. He even wrote some books yeah, on Hawaiian legends to bring them back. And then at his coronation, he had two little dancers. Hmm. So anyway, Kalakawa wrote this song when he went over to the North Shore, a place called, um, let's see, Haleiwa. We call it Haleiwa today. It's also known as Waialua. And if you look at the lyrics of the song, uh, Wailua is in there. This is probably before the place was known as Haleiwa. Haleiwa is a, is a new name. And I think many folks who listen to this podcast will remember the name Haleiwa because, you know, they have like one of the world's best shave ice places, Matsumoto's there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the famous beach and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but actually, the area is known as Waialua. Haleiwa was the name of a girl's dormitory there. And oh. for some reason, people started calling the area Haleiwa. So anyway, um, just to give an idea of what the song sounds like, um, uh, it goes like this. And I, I'm going to play it slowly. letter A <coughs> and and this song also has a a, a, um, a side verse uh, not really a bridge it's actually uh, uh, lyrics from another song but now today we do it as a medley of songs so Koniao and then the next one is called Kiss Me My Darling but it's in Hawaiian um, 
but uh, I, I must say one part, uh, after you play that little bridge, it goes into a section where we're going to do something called a bar bounce. And the bar bounce is like this. So you're going to play a closed string and then an open string. So this is what I have in letter D of this song. Mm -hmm. So if I go fast, uh, no, no. So that's how it goes. Now that's that's the same kind of bar bounce that uh, they used to do on the old acoustic uh, steel guitars way back in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. Or or you know like what I do in songs such as Heal of March. That sort of thing. Nice. So this one is, is, is a song where people can actually learn how to do the bar bounce. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Sounded like that. And with your right hand, you're doing like an alternate picking thing? With the right hand, yeah. So if you... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And 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 uh, of course you got to synchronize the bar with the picking. So anybody who's learning how to do this or has never done the bar bounce, take it slow, because the hands have to be trained. Both hands. They're they're going to be confused otherwise. You got to take it slow. Uh. And it doesn't matter if you start with your thumb or your finger. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. Either way will work. That's with my finger starting, with my thumb starting. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a fun song. Um, but the drinking song. Koniel, koniel, ikavai. So, um... We would we would do this in drink. <laughs> so, well, it is a drinking song. So, yeah, you know, I, Irish have their drinking songs, and I guess the Hawaiians do too, huh? <laughs> yes, you know, and more than one too, more than one drinking song. We have a few. So anyway, um, I invite people to or the listeners to to send in questions, and and uh, I. I'll do my best in answering your questions. Yeah, absolutely. And if, Me too. You know, if you want that Hawaiian sound on your steel guitar, well, I can help you with that. Yeah, it's definitely something that I, I've been trying to get it, and, and 
it's such a you I, you guys must be the most relaxed people in the world because I find if anything's stressing me out, if I sit down to play the guitar, man, it comes right out into the. You got to be really yeah, relaxed. Yeah, you just got to <laughs> sit back, relax, and 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 so on. You know, take a deep breath, let it out slowly, and just kind of sink into the tropics, wherever you are. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. Think think you know the white sandy beach, the blue sky, the the whispering waves. <laughs> things like that i mean well i'm looking out there and i oh, look at that yeah my leaves are blowing back and forth and i could see my plumeras in bloom and gingers and what have you because <laughs> it comes it comes right out into the into the hands it seems like you know. yeah yeah it, it's it's all a feeling and so on so if any if anybody's been to hawaii and you want to kind of get into that Hawaiian mood, just just kind of, you know, close your eyes, take a deep breath, let it out slowly. Think of your, of the most precious moments you spent here in the islands or even on the beach, you know, looking out there and going, wow, look at that. Isn't that beautiful? Or even if you're in the mountains or just driving around, and you go, oh, isn't that gorgeous? Gosh. And then, you know, get on the steel guitar. And it's not about how fast you play, it's how you play it. Well, well, we'll have another session, um, another podcast, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Alan, and and uh, really appreciate you doing all these with us. Absolutely. So, everybody, take care. Aloha.